a medium is essentially a psychic, but a medium, which is what I am, is I work with your loved ones, your angels, your guides to be able to get your past, present, and future. Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherapy. Welcome to Episode 7 of Sherapy. And on this episode... I'm going to interview a medium, someone who communicates with the deceased. Now, let me just clarify a few things. Let me talk about a couple things. First, I felt the need to keep the medium's name private, so I'm going to just call her Ms. Medium. Um, And for that reason is that she is not public about what she does. And when I worked at Target, I met a woman who was also a medium, And when I found out about it, I came up to her and I talked to her about it. And she was kind of upset that somebody had told me that she was a medium. I asked her why, and she said, because when people find out that she's a medium, they all come to her and they want readings. And some people are very insistent. Some people get very um, dramatic or, or get very emotional. And it was really hard for her. And so she just keeps it quiet. But she does send people. She does um, she does do it publicly. Um, the medium that I talked to does not do this publicly. So I felt by saying her name, even though she said it was okay, I felt it was it was some unneeded attention and maybe critical attention that she would get. And I just felt in my gut that it was just best not to do or say her name. And uh, so we'll just call her Ms. Medium. Also, I like to say that I'm not an interviewer. My schooling is in radio broadcasting. A lot of behind-the-scenes type uh, training. Nah, I never went to school for journalism, so my interviewing skills are not that great. Uh, I've only interviewed two people. Ms. Medium was the second interview. I I, I screwed up. I really did. Um, and all I can say is for people who are just starting out in podcasting and you're, you're not used to interviewing either, my mistake, big mistake I made on both interviews is I didn't go by my notes. I didn't follow my notes. I didn't ask questions that I wanted to ask because I didn't look at my notes. So they walked out of the room and I'm like, okay, in editing, I realized, especially on this episode, that a very important question I needed to ask her and I didn't ask it. I'm editing and I'm like, where's I? Well, I didn't ask her that question. So I had to, you know, text her and ask her if it was okay if I asked her a question. And she was great. And what's even worse is that her reply was an excellent, beautiful reply. And I thought, oh, that would have been so great if I had recorded that. So please, before somebody walks out the, the, the door, make sure you check your notes. Make sure you did everything you wanted to do or you'll be doing what I did. So the question that I wanted to ask her that I didn't was, what do you say to people who believe that spirits and mediums are of demonic influences designed to trick people? And this was her reply. Everyone on this planet has a gift. Some people are artists, but they use their art to hurt and damage while others use it to help others heal and guide them to their full purpose. 
Some have the gift of gab and can either use their voice to hurt or to heal. There are priests and pastors who have a gift to guide, and unfortunately some use it to misguide and hurt. Evil exists and we have free will. We can use our free will and our gifts however we choose. Some mediums and psychics will use their gift to hurt people, to take advantage of people. I say they work with the dark side. God gave me a beautiful gift, and all I have ever heard was, thank you for helping me. I was lost, and because of your gift, I am closer to God. Because of your gift, I'm able to move forward in life and heal. I don't think demons work that way. So I know I'm not making that connection with the dark side. It also comes down to what religion has conditioned people to believe. I can't argue that. I respect what they believe, and I hope one day that they can see religion beyond what their institutions have conditioned them to believe. I hope that they choose to see religion more as spirituality. I hope they meditate and are able to make the beautiful connection that I'm able to make. It changes lives in such an amazing way beyond what is imaginable. That's a great answer, and I should have recorded it instead of having to read it off a phone. So... That's one question that I super, super wanted to ask her because I felt it was important because I know a lot of people are very skeptical skeptical, and a lot of people just think this is just bad, 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 bad. You're going to hell. Bad. So um, I know a lot of people think astrology is bad. A lot of people, you know, that anything that has to do with spirits people think is, is wrong and everybody's entitled to their opinion. But a lot of people believe in this, and a lot of people just look at it as fun. So that's how I'm kind of looking at it. Um, when we did the interview, started with the interview, when she came in, she said that somebody was attached to my mom right away. She said someone's attached to my mom. And the reason for me doing the interview in the first place is I was always curious about how a medium, how they developed their gift, how they got their gift, and how it has affected their lives. So that was my main reason for interviewing her. But I asked her if she would do a reading. She said, sure. So we figured, okay, my mom, since someone's already attached to her. But then just before we started recording, we're kind of talking. And since my mom has dementia, it might be a little hard to get an accurate reading because she may not understand the question or just out, out, doesn't even remember what this person's talking about. And so while we were talking, she says, well, you know, he's in this room now and he wants to talk to you. So why don't we just read you? So I'm like, hey, okay, well, we'll read me. And I'm telling you, it was very surprising. This person was somebody I hardly knew. Um, but a lot of stuff that he said was pretty accurate um, that I could remember. Um, what was really surprising is towards the end of the view, the interview that, or through the, at the end of the reading, somebody came through that, um, um, was totally unexpected. So it, it was something that I never in a thousand years would expect to come through. And uh, so, wow, what a good tease. What a good buildup, right? So here's my interview with uh, Miss Medium. And by the way, this is just for fun and for entertainment purposes only. Also, you have this gift. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you're a medium. So when did you realize you had this gift? I realized that I had this gift. I always knew there was something different about me, and I had a lot of uh, nightmares growing up, and I couldn't explain those nightmares. And in the nightmares, well, I considered them nightmares, but in these dreams, I would see people 
that I didn't know in my waking life. And they would um, tell me things that would come to be the next day. But it wasn't really until uh, there was a death in the family. And that person, was uh, my stepson at the time, came to me in a dream. And just the dream itself was just so vivid and realistic that it was kind of like the catalyst to me going on the spiritual journey to deal with my anxiety, to find the purpose of life. And where do we go after we die? Right. Like I had all these questions that religion just I couldn't think everybody answer. Has that question. Yes. Yeah. And I tried every, I tried going to, to Catholic churches, Christian churches, Buddhist temples, uh, Jehovah's witnesses would come to my house. Nothing felt right until I started meditating and I found a mentor who said the reason you have anxiety and you have these so-called nightmares is because you have the ability to connect with people who have crossed over. Yeah, because in your book you talked about the nightmares I and do. how terrifying they were and how you never got any sleep because you they just scared you in the darkness and you felt like people were grabbing you and yes. And do you think that was absolutely what was happening? Yeah. That's exactly people trying to get in touch with you. Yeah. Yes. And uh, little did I know that it 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 came from my mother's side of the family, mm-hmm. this ability. But because they didn't understand it, they couldn't help me deal with it. Right. Aside that we were dealing with, you know, my mother's alcoholism and just trying to survive, right. that I had no guidance. And so I was so afraid of it. Do you, when you finally embraced it, did the nightmares go away? Or, yes. Or were they just a different kind type of uh, dreams that you're having? No, it was, they completely, the nightmare nightmares went away of people trying to grab and hold on to me in the darkness. Um, it became a different, they became different dreams, more softer. You know, I was able to understand that in my dreams, the people that I would see were people who had crossed over and, and it was okay. I was in a safe place, but it was terrifying. E- even up until my thirties, um, I would wake up on, on the, the floor of my daughter's bedroom next mm-hmm. to her bed because I still had these fears and nightmares. And when I finally understood it and accepted it is when my anxiety started going away. These dreams started going, nightmares started going away. Mm-hmm. So when do you, um, when do you like give a reading? What inspired, do you just see somebody and you're like, or somebody that you know, obviously I don't think you do it to strangers. I have this vision when I think of mediums, mm-hmm. I think of ghost, right. the, the movie ghost where Whoopi Goldberg is sitting in a room and right. all the spirits are sitting around. They're all talking to her. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like that? Um, I think every medium has a different kind of experience of how they see it. For me, myself, um, I can give readings to pretty much any person. Uh, it, it's so difficult. It's kind of difficult to explain. But for example, I can be sitting here and I can have an image of a person sitting in the living room and I can see them uh, or the spirit right there and I can describe them. But most of the time people come to me with sit in like my living room and then I go through what I call my little speech that prepares me for the reading. It also allows spirits to know, okay, we're ready to work here. We're we're ready to make the connection. And then I go straight into the reading. Um, But yes, I mean, I can be in a random place and pick up a spirit. I can be at home and I can see a spirit there. Have you ever gone to somebody that was a stranger that you felt a spirit talk to you and gone to the person and said, hey, um, somebody's talking to me and they wanted me to relay this message. I mean, how did that go? Did they like, look at you like, so when I get away from me, yes. (laughs) When I first realized I, it took me a long time, first of all, to understand my gift. And then second of all, to, um, accept it or embrace it. Um, and then when I did, I had, I was on this kind of like this ego trip 
And I was like, oh, I'm just going to be like the Long Island medium and the Hollywood <laughs> medium. I'm just going to go up to random people. And I realized that there are rules to this. There's a responsibility that you have. Right. You can't just walk up to people because they might not be ready or open to accept it. And it happened to me with one person who wasn't ready and open to accepting what I had to, to say. Yeah. And that taught me a huge lesson that I have a responsibility to do what I do in a very careful way and in a way that I'm not going to hurt or interfere with anybody else. They have to come to me and they have to be willing to accept do wow. most people that you talk to, though, they're, they're, they they accept it, they're relieved, or they feel sadness or, or, or whatever, but most people are accepting to it? Oh, absolutely. So everybody that comes to me will ask me. I never go up to people. Um, I think I've, I've called maybe one or two people and said, look, this is what I can do, and your brother's here and would like to talk to you. Are you open to it? Um, I don't go straight into the reading. And, right. and you know, um, those two or three people that I've done it for, that I've actually contacted them, have been open. But most of the people come to me. And it started with friends and family, and then they referred, and then they referred, and they referred. I don't advertise. I don't go out and say, you know, hey, this is what I do, <laughs> you know? Me. Yeah, no, I, I have to stop my mother sometimes <laughs> from, yes, from being at the supermarket. I'm like, mother, we don't tell people what I do. They're strangers, no. So, um, but yes, they, they come to me, and, and it's they're scared at first. I remember one person said, I imagine you, like the, the spirit coming into your body, you know, kind of like the movie. Ghost. And yeah. ghost, uh-huh. And I said, oh, no, 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 I they're here, and I'm, I'm just like a phone. So yeah. they give me the information. I give it to you. I said, but they can hear you. They can see you. It's just you can't see or hear them. So that's why I'm here. That's why I'm the medium by which you can connect with them. How do you so. feel about having this gift? Is it, do you feel, it's, you know, pride in having it or do you feel it's a burden? Uh, at first I felt like it was a burden. I thought, why me? Yeah. You know, I, I've been through so much and now here I have this ability. What am I even going to do with it? Right. And, but when you're given a gift, you're also given the skills and the strategies and, and the people that are going to help you and guide you to use it for the greater of good. And you have to make sure you use that for the greater of good. You take all that and you use it to help people. And now that I am here and I see how much I've helped people, every message that I relay is for healing. Um, it's for, you know, to guide them back onto their path because sometimes we lose sight of where we're going and how we're getting there. Right. So your angels and, and your, your spirit guides and your loved ones, you know, they're here to help you get back on that path. And that's why I'm here to make it easier for them to connect and let you know. I'm so happy that I, I feel so blessed now, but it took a long time. Yeah. Well, you you finally found peace. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. in life. Absolutely. So we have some people here. Would you be willing to, if you can do a reading? I will definitely. Yes. Try, try, try my best. Mm-hmm. Why don't we go ahead and try it and I'll do it with you and let's see what you can okay. confirm. Now, if that's not the person you want to speak to or you don't know if that's, you don't know who they are, then okay. we can allow, say thank you and then see who else okay. steps through. Okay. So let's try me. you want to go ahead and, and what I'm going to do is I need to go into my speech real quick. It'll take me a minute and that okay. helps me just to center myself and ground myself. So do you just let me know when I'm ready to go, ahead. go into my speech and you can record at any time. Okay. okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to begin with asking you, uh, have you ever been to a medium or psychic before? 
Um, I've been to palm readers. Palm readers. But never really a, a, a medium or a psychic, but I've been to a couple palm readers who, strangely enough, were kind of accurate. Okay. At the time, I thought, no, 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 but years later... Turned out. Yeah. yeah. Do you know out. the difference between a psychic or and a medium? Um, I would think a psychic can predict the future, where mm-hmm. a medium would, would, would talks to spirits. Yes. So the difference is um, a psychic works off of your energy to give you your past, present, and future, and or they work with their own spirit guides who give them the information. Okay. Um, a medium is essentially a psychic, but a medium, which is what I am, is I work with your loved ones, your angels, your guides to be able to get your past, present, and future. Okay. Okay, so that's kind of um, the sense. So a psychic doesn't connect with loved ones. Okay. Where a medium can. That's that's the, okay. the only difference. Um, okay, so I am a medium. I'm going to explain basically how I work. And what I do, I was born with the ability to connect with... Um, loved ones that have crossed over. Now, when we lose our physical body or when we die, we go back to being energy and energy cannot be destroyed, right? So energy kind of transforms into something different. And we we move on to what I call the other dimension. People call it heaven. You know, there's different names for it. Um, When we are at our purest or energy form, we vibrate at a very fast pace, okay? So when we're in physical form and we use this body to be able to maneuver around this, this, this planet, this place, Um, we vibrate very low. So what happens is when spirit wants to connect with you, they're going to lower their vibration and I'm going to raise my vibration. And we make what is called like a phone connection. And at the beginning, it starts a little staticky, but as I get more into the reading, it becomes a little stronger. I work through all modalities, meaning they're going to make me feel, they're going to make me smell, they're going to, I can hear, I can sense, just different things. Okay. Um, uh, Let's see. For the most part, I'm going to look towards my left, and that's just so I can um, be in tune with what information they're giving me. So I'm just going to get it, and I'm going to give it to you, and you have to make sense because I haven't lived your life, so you know how it relates to you. If at any point in time something doesn't make sense, just let me know, and then I can rearrange my uh, energy, or we can ask that spirit to step out and then um, ask the next one to move forward. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you say it doesn't make sense. just means I'm just not making that connection at the time. Okay. Do you have any questions before? Okay. So I had spoken to you earlier about this gentleman standing next to your mother out in the living room. And to me, he looks tall. He looks thin. Um, Maybe because he's a little langy, I associate it with tallness. But as soon as I talked to you, he came right in. So he's now standing on the right side of you. Now, the way that I can best describe him is he looks like a farmer to me. So I don't know if he worked outdoors, but he makes me feel like the dirt or the feeling of being outdoors and he touches the dirt and kind of, so he either lived very much in the country or in dirt, but worked outside. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah. Okay. Now he loved the outdoors and what he makes me feel is that's where he felt the, the, the most alive. Um, and he either worked from morning to night or providing or getting, I don't know if it was like vegetables or it makes me feel like, oh, it's all organic or fresh or food. Does that make any sense to you? Mm, No. No. Okay. So, all right. So I pause only so that I can go back and and have him give me a clearer picture. So he's still showing me the outside. So he wants to make it a little clearer that he did work on the outside. There was dirt involved. So he was toiling, but it was almost like, I don't know. It gives me the feeling of farming or because I almost see like 
dirt or, um, you know, overalls, like when they wear overalls or the jeans, that's kind of what he's wearing right now. Now, let me talk about what his personality is like. He is a hard worker. So he makes me feel like whatever he does for a living is not work to him. He actually enjoys going out from either morning to night, but he looks forward to getting that done. Does that make any sense to you? Mm, it could be. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll go more into, into detail. Now, he's very laid back, and it's almost like he's happy with being humble. He's the, the humbleness in it. Um, he doesn't need very much to survive. He's just a really laid back person. You can come in and like have a cup of coffee and I can just, I feel like I can just sit down and just chit chat with him and talk to him. He's an easy person to talk to. He's not much of a social person, doesn't necessarily go out and likes being around a lot of people, but he, you can definitely sit down, like get a good feeling from him as far as feeling like we can grab a cup, cup of coffee and just have a conversation. And he has some good advice. And I feel like, you know, his advice is sound. And um, I can come to him. It, it, does that make any sense to you? Um, okay, and if it I, doesn't, we can... Yeah, it, yeah. Now, he does get the cup of coffee. So I'm either assuming he does in the morning. That's either a cup of coffee. But it's almost like a ritual or a routine. But he does get something yeah. that looks dark in there. So it's almost like he has his cup of coffee in the morning. And that's how he starts his day. Does that make any sense to you? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, he's trying to give me the feeling or the connection. I'm, I'm asking how is he connected to you or how is he related to you? Um, I get the feeling that there wasn't a lot of interaction, but when that interaction did happen... Um, it was far and few between. So I don't feel like you guys were extremely close, Okay. but he knew of you or there were times where you did talk, but he, there, it doesn't feel like there was a, a, a okay. closeness. Just that, that, that makes sense to yeah. you. Okay. All right. Um, he wants to tell me, so now he wants to talk about, um, he wants to talk about you and, um, so I feel like it's almost leading into a, a life reading. Okay. He says, you were so busy um, or you were so caught up in going through your struggles that it was hard for a family gathering or anything family. It was almost like it was very disconnected um, in that sense. But, God, what is he trying to tell me? Hold on. Hmm. It's because I'm trying, I'm tuning into their conversation and then I'm trying to come over here with him. Um, ah, okay. So let's get back in there. He shows me, so I'm going to switch from one thing to another and only because he's, I was getting caught up over here. So he's pulling me back over here. Um, he's showing me rocks or a group of like rocks. So I don't know if somebody collects rocks or you collect rocks or rocks are important, but they're either rocks or gem, but he does show me a bunch of them. Does that make any sense to you? No. And I'm going to jump up random. So who is there either? They look like rocks to me. Does that make any, doesn't make any sense to you? No. So I'll come back to that. But he does show me a pile of rocks. Now what he does is he goes to the bank or a river and he collects these rocks or he put these rocks, but it's almost like he gets them from a river. Mm. So wherever you lived or wherever he lived, there seems to be a river flowing through there. Does that make any sense to you? It does not. Oh, jeez. Might not be able to use this one. It 
Tell, um, tell yeah. them to be more clear. No, he wants to go back to that river. So when they don't allow me to switch into something else, he goes back and he says there is a river. Oh, there, there is a, a little is, creek. Is he trying by there. to talk to me because he wants to talk to my mom? I don't know. No, I, I don't think it's it's more you because I almost get the feeling unless she can validate, it's more yeah, about she, you. With her dementia, she wouldn't be able to it, it. It's hard, but he does. I don't know. I almost get the feeling now. Is this, you said it was her brother, but did she, did they grow up near a creek or a river? I don't know. Okay. Maybe that's because he, he's like, no, there's a creek and there's a river and we used to go picking rocks. So it might be something that they used to do together and maybe he's talking about his mom. So that might be something you want to look into. So okay. wherever they were, they were very close to a creek, but they would go and they would pick rocks because that was one of his moments where he treasured the most of having go and collecting these rocks. So if you can at some point, maybe validate that with your mom or somebody okay. that, but that's what he's, he's showing me. Um, he wants to talk about a time or a place where you were not decided or undecided as to go or how to go about caring for your mother. And that was a big, huge struggle. And he says, you made the right decision. He says, and I am very proud of you for that. Does that make any sense to you? He says, there was a point in time where you struggled with not knowing how to care for your mother. And you yeah, were there's a you time were I was going to leave, go okay. back to Ohio. Okay. He says, you followed your gut and you followed your instinct on what to do. He says, and I'm very proud of you because she needed you. And wherever she was going to go or wherever she was going to be taken care of wasn't going to be how you had imagined it. He says, so you followed your gut and that feeling of going that route. Does that make sense? He said, um, he says, you question your care or caregiving skills. He says, don't question them. You're doing the most amazing job and she could not be better. He says, and I'm so grateful. Was it, would this be her brother? It, Are you saying? It would be either her brother or her, or her dad. I get a but feeling I, of a brother feeling, more of a brother feeling, because so. I see them almost the same age, so they might not be very uh, different in age-wise, but because of the river and going down and picking rocks, and that was that, well, that so, well, her feels. younger brother was, I think, like 10 years younger. I don't know how old her older brother was. Okay. So it, 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 but she it, took care of her her brother. But then, then as the years passed, it kind of turned the other way. My uncle kind of looked after my mom. Mm-hmm. So it kind of switched. I, I get a, almost a feeling of a bro, of older brother, um, and the reason why because I get that protectiveness feeling. So at first right. I thought maybe dad protectiveness, but no, I get more of an older brother. Dad wasn't really involved. So dad wasn't, you know, dad was doing well, his own thing. she had cousins too. Like Debbie's dad was mm-hmm. very protective of her. So mm-hmm. her cousins were very protective of her. Mm-hmm. I think she, well, I'm going to go only with my gut feeling okay. of what he's making me feel. It's a very close relationship. Yeah, but he was and they protected. Yeah, she told me her yeah. older brother was protected. Yeah, very much so. So it's almost like they were very close and they hung out and they did a lot of things together. Okay. Picking rocks was one of them, okay, near where they lived on that creek. So you can confirm with that, that with me later. Okay, so going back um, to you and he says you struggle a lot with feeling like am I doing the best that I can am I giving my mother the best that I can and um, you're either very close to a nervous breakdown or very close to a meltdown but um, you've been <laughs> you've been you've been keeping it together he says you don't have to keep it together 
it's okay to have it once in a while. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. He says, don't, you don't have to be strong and you don't have to be strong all the time. You are human and you are allowed to have, because everything you have on your plate right now is a lot, okay. is a lot. Okay. Okay. For some reason, he brings about either journaling or writing. So as much as you are very good at speaking, oh, my hands are all done. As much as you are very good at speaking, you're also very good at putting your feelings or emotions into paper or writing. So you express yourself really well through that. So I don't know if you've been keeping a journal or you've been thinking of also writing a book, but it's almost like that needs that energy needs to be um, put into uh, paper. Does that make any sense to you? Uh, and no. you can say, no, it's not going to hurt my feelings. Okay. So, um, try. I, mean, I used to love to write, but you used to love to write. Yeah. I okay. Used to write. Go back to that. Okay. That's another way of allowing and getting your emotions out is through paper and pencil. So you were very good at it. You still are very good at it. So if you go back, you're going to okay. see a lot of it. And sometimes writing things and going back and rereading them is very powerful. Okay. okay. Um, I get the feeling of, of being surrounded by lots of love. So I see red hearts around you. So right now you're very supported and you're very loved by a lot of people. And it's almost like these people are stepping up in your life and showing you. So he's telling me that the, he says, look around you. He says, look at all these people that are stepping up okay. to be there for you. Does that make any sense to you? Um, no, so but there's, that could just be me not noticing. Not noticing. Okay. So there are hearts. So to me, it's either the people around you or you're interested or there's love in the air somehow. Okay. Now red usually means a romantic partner or somehow in a romantic way. But because I see a lot of people around you, I almost see like, look at all these people stepping up. And, and if you're not noticing it, take the time to sit down and really look at all the people that are stepping up right now during this. And I, I almost feel like you're either going through a hard time or this is a, a tough time for you right now. Okay. So these people are coming out and stepping up. Does that make any sense for you? Yeah, there's, yeah. With, with mom, it was, a, it was a hard time and mm -hmm. I had to make some hard decisions. And Now, has this been recent? Because I get the yeah, feeling of within the last two, three weeks. Had well, no, been... it was like probably two, three months. Two, three months. Yeah. Okay. So two, three months. All right. So it, it, it is recent and it's kind of, um, you're almost at the bottom in a sense, meaning there's only, you're, you're only going to start feeling better. It's almost like you made those decisions or mentally you've already put yourself in that space of these are the decisions I'm making. Right. This is what I'm going to stick to. And I'm need to, I need to, um, come to terms with it. So let's move on. Right. Okay. Right. So it's almost like you've already hit that rock bottom. You're only going up. That's what he's trying to tell me. Okay. Does that make any sense Good. to you? Yeah. Okay, so that's beautiful and very, and, and you know, that's how life is, ebbs and flows. So this turned out more of a reading for you, in a sense, to validate what you're going through and to keep up that work that you're doing from, um, I'm assuming it's it's your uncle. Um, he wears like a farmer hat too. It's very interesting. He has that farmer hat on. I don't remember my Uncle Bud that much, but he he could have been like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I maybe you'll know. find a picture and then you can come back maybe. and say, Oh my God, this is, you know, your, maybe. most people do, you know, most people will come back and say, I know what you were talking about. I know where you were talking about. Um, you're either planning a small trip or a local trip. 
um, you don't want to go too far because it's still a little scary for you. You're very much, um, you tend to be like the secluded type or kind of stay within your boundaries. So you're either planning or thinking of a local or small trip. Does that make any sense to you? But you're still a little undecided. He's saying go for it. Just do it. Does that make any sense to you? Well, Take I, that time for yourself. There's always a lot of times I want to do that, but you know, it's mom I have to worry about. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that's why he's saying not long. But it's, it's, and I almost get the feeling of nature or going out into the mountains or doing like a, a small camping, something to that effect. Does that make any sense to you? Um, I like nature, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Being in nature is really good and refreshing. It really cleanses out your aura and then you come back such a different I've person. I've always loved nature. Oh yeah. my gosh. So that would be wonderful for you. Um, money wise, he's going to talk about money. It seems like you are very stable right now. It's like money's not leaving, nor is it really flowing in a lot. You're just, you're just covered. You're, you're okay. You're good. You don't have to worry or be worried about where's the next money or paycheck or whatnot. So it seems to have stabilized in a sense. Does that make any sense to you? No, I guess. There's no like, oh my God, I don't have money. And oh my God, I'm getting a lot of money. Um, what I do see is a lot of um, dollar signs flowing in. So somehow some venture is going to take off. I almost feel like you're going to get a rush of people to either your your podcast. This is going to take off. I, I get a good, good feeling about what you're doing right now because you're definitely helping a lot of people with this. Um, cats around you. I have cats and I have a particular cat that's right here right now. So either lost a cat that was very close wow. to you because that cat will not leave your side right now. Really? Okay. Does that make any sense yeah. to you? It's more of a darker color cat. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she's on uh, near you, oh. very close to you. So in your, in, in life, that cat was very, either it followed you everywhere. It was always with you. She was a, I very had her close to you. since birth. Yeah. So, and since she passed away, I've never, I haven't gotten another cat since. Oh my gosh. So that is beautiful. It goes to show that animal spirits do also come back. That's great to know. They're with, they're with this is very happy you gave her a beautiful life. Beautiful life. I can feel all the love and all the attention, and all the detail you gave her. So, you either cooked for her because she loved the meals. She's my but, buddy. Yeah. yeah. It's you guys did everything or went everywhere because she will not leave your side. Okay. So, she is right there okay. with you. Okay. Um, please know that, uh, the message that he wants to come across to you is that please don't question what you're doing. Um, you are doing a great job and nobody else could have done it, you know, better. And I'm assuming it's with your mom. Um, continue helping people. You are very good at that, at helping people. And this is a great way for you to continue doing that, but it's also going to help you to heal. There's still, it's so interesting but there's still a huge part of you that has not healed. Although you might think, I still see a big black hole in your heart, in your heart area that tells me that you're still dealing with something from your past. And I don't see it so much as your childhood. It almost feels like it's something that happened to you in your either teenage years in your 20s, something very traumatic that happened to you that you haven't or haven't chosen to talk about. But that's the feeling that I get. Does that make any sense to you? Maybe. Just trying to think what it could be. So it's it's not in your childhood, but it's more in your teenage years, early young adulthood. Something traumatic happened to you that you, you choose not to talk about, but um, you still haven't healed from that situation. Okay. And, it's in, and I almost get the feeling it's more of a relationship issue that you went through that mm. took a toll on you. Does that make any sense to you? 
and again, you can say, no, you're not going to hurt my feelings, but it definitely is something that you want to go back and think about and see what, where is this stemming from or where is this coming from? Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. He sees, he, he allows me to see the countryside or the place, very humble house, very, um, and it's almost like one house here and then, you know, you have to walk or go away to the next house. And I'm assuming it's where they grew up. Um, I don't, uh, I see that the, the mom and dad, so I'm going to, I'm assuming it's your mom's mom and dad, your great grandparents, but the dad was gone a lot. I don't really see him in the picture a lot. So he was either out of the home a lot, but it's almost like mom took care of the family more or was there for the most part. Well, it might part. be because her older brother had, it was a different dad. And then her, her dad, um, my mom's dad ended up taking care of him. But Okay. Because I get the feeling of the mom was... The main caregiver of mm -hmm. the kids and the yeah, main... Yeah, my grandpa worked a lot and he was, he was gone a lot. He was so. gone a lot. Okay, so that's the feeling that he's giving me. Okay. And he says, you come from a lineage of very strong women. And you always have to remember that. Okay. That they worked and they got it done and they got up no matter how they felt, he says. And that's who you are because that is, that is who your mom is. That is who your grandmother is. That is who you are. It's in your blood. Does that okay. make any sense to you? Okay. You get up and you just get it done. You get it done. doesn't matter how you're feeling, what you're doing. You're going to go out there. Um, gosh, do you have any questions? So this turned out, um, instead of there was no healing, what this was, it wasn't that you needed to, to connect with anybody for healing purposes. He was here more to help you and guide you back and validate some of the things that you were questioning about yourself. So it was more reading for you from him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's coming from my uncle who I don't, don't. I, I think I've met him twice in my whole life. Yeah, that I don't feel that connection, but it's so interesting that, you know, you you don't know who your spirit guides are or who are the ones that are helping yeah. you. And it could be, you know, great-grandparents that you've never met, but they just have this attachment to you because you're related. So they feel like they have to come in and they know that, you know, you need that guidance right okay. now. So that's that's very interesting. Yeah, and... and and uh, were you expecting somebody else who, or let me ask you, who were you expecting to come through for this one? I figured if it would be anybody, it, my dad, but, Your dad. or my stepmom. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Or even my uncle. uncle Jim, cause you know, I was close with him. So, I, but to be my uncle Bud, who, Bud. like I said, he died, you know, in the nineties, you know, mm -hmm. and I wasn't, we didn't see him that often growing up. Mm-hmm. He was very attached to your mom, and I think that's yeah, they why were very he's so close, much, yeah. and, and he doesn't want to leave your mom's side, okay. and I think that's the biggest thing, and that's why he's here, okay. and his energy was the strongest, so he stepped forward, but he's very much um, also guiding your mom and protecting her and taking care okay. of her, and he talks a lot about how your mom's constantly taking off either sweaters, or she wants to, you know, she's either <laughs> very hot all the time, Jesus, and yeah. he's like, you know, I take, he, he wants to tell you he takes care of her at night. Okay, he's good. like, I'll, I'll pull the blankets, or I'll make sure she's warm, but yeah, it's like, it's a constant struggle, I feel, okay. with her constantly being hot, or wanting to take off yeah. her sweater or her clothes. Does that make sense to yeah. you? So he says, don't worry about it. I take care of her at night. <laughs> Good, keep good. her warm. I keep her warm. That's the beauty that sometimes you don't expect or you don't know who's going to come through. 
and they completely, completely surprise you. But it doesn't surprise me because he's so attached to your mother and he's not going to leave her side. Okay. Okay. That's good. All right. So my, um, usually a reading takes about 40 minutes. Um, so I'm feeling like I'm starting to lose that. So he feels like he got the most important messages okay. across to you because their energy kind of starts dwindling as well. Okay. So, um, I'm going to say thank you to him and, um, thanking him for coming across and, and really giving you those messages to continue guiding you along. So thank you. I think that concludes thank my you reading. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So does that take anything out of you when you do that? I do get tired. So normally I can't do two readings back to back. Um, and again, usually um, I have to prepare a good 15 minutes before. So I sit in my house and I, I uh, open up all my chakras and my third eye, and which I didn't do today. So it's, you know, I had to kind of make that quick connection. And I sit there and I meditate and then I write down information as I'm getting it. So by the time my client comes in, um, I'm ready to go. I'm okay. already in that okay. space that okay. time but yeah i can only do one reading and that's it because well, then i get tired i appreciate it so much especially my cat i mean that was like oh. totally unexpected oh my god to that's see. so beautiful i know that was totally I'm unexpected so glad she came across i'm glad she's okay i yeah. felt i god she's so attached to you oh yeah, my gosh it was a long it was a lot losing her because she was oh. i had her when i lived in ohio and i was yeah. By myself, and I love animals, mm -hmm. but I didn't couldn't have the responsibility of a dog because I was never home. But right. she would always greet me at the door. She was just always there. She you know? loved you, and she still loves you to death. That's she will not leave you. I'm like, oh my god, she is like right on your leg. She is. She used to follow me around all the time. She was like a dog. Oh she used to play god. fetch everything. A very very beautiful personality. It's like always happy, happy cat, happy yeah. cat, happy cat. She yeah, was happy. she was a good cat. Yeah. Loved, I, I get the picture of like either running out the door or going out the door, the grass. She really liked the outdoors too, for some reason. It's like she was waiting for you just to go outside. Well, we lived in an apartment. She would, I, we lived in a basement apartment mm -hmm. and I'd open the window and she would go out. She'd never go far, but mm -hmm. she would go lay outside. Yeah. And then when we moved back here, she would go outside, lay on the deck, but she never would like take like off. Far. And yeah. yeah. She was always close by, but yeah, she used to like to lay outside awesome. or lay in the windowsill. Mm -hmm. Get that sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. Most cats love that sunlight. That is so, you know, and it validates for me too that, you know, animal spirits do come back. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that, that either. It doesn't normally happen when I get an animal coming through. Because, um, yeah, you always hear that, you know, animals don't go to heaven. It's like, what? No oh, way. Yeah, that's, that, that's not right. Mm -hmm. that's, no. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. That's So again, I want to thank Ms. Medium for her time and talent. Um, it was greatly appreciated. Um, a little backstory: after she left, she um, there was a lot of confusion at first because we didn't know who was coming through. At first, I thought it might be my grandpa, but then it, you know it turned out to be my uncle Bud. But there was some other confusion stuff in there that we and um, we kind of think there might have been somebody else in the room because there were other people in the living room. And um, sometimes <clears throat> what happens is uh, if there's a lot of people, from what I understand, if there's a lot of people, sometimes more than one, you know, spirit will come through. And we think that kind of is probably what happened in a few point parts where, you know, I just didn't really get what, you know, like something traumatic that happened to me as a teenager. Obviously, I would remember that and I don't think, wow, there's nothing that, that, that affected me that bad that I could, I don't remember it. 
so when she left, and uh, afterwards she left, she went to lunch, and while she was sitting there, uh, somebody came to her that said they wanted to say sorry to her, or say sorry to me. And I kind of was thinking, well, the only person I know who'd really want to say sorry to me is Jack, and I really don't think he would come from hell to, to say that to me. So a little more thinking, we think it might be my cousin, so they're going to have a reading and, and see who, if that's, you know, if that's who it was. That's the end of the show for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. I, I still, I still haven't come up with a, 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 an ending, a closing saying, I just, you know, I just can't think if you can think of something, shoot me a, a, you know, a text or, or a comment on my Facebook page, Sherry with Sherry Todd, or leave a comment, leave a message, whatever. Got to come up with something other than uh, Alexa, tell me a joke. Why was the airplane flight so stinky? There was a strong tailwind. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. <laughs>